Hey there, it's Rob here. Happy New Year to each and every one of you from each and every one of us here at Dark Nexus. Here's to more adventures and madness and haunts and nightmares in the year to come. If you're able to support us in 2024, please visit patreon.com slash plug and hum and make it your resolution to rate and review us wherever you can, especially over at Apple Podcasts. It all helps. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Dark Nexus. Tonight, it's Act 2, Chapter 69. We stayed. (laughs) We We stayed. stayed. We stayed. And not only did we stay, we aggressively pushed forward, passing through doors without checking them, (laughs) flinging doors wide open, stepping into cold, cobweb-covered, dust-filled chambers, and uh, Roni, the punching bag of the party, has just flung open the door to what turns out to be the master bedroom of Iris Hill. Who are we? (laughs) Roni, you see a gigantic Gigantic bedroom decorated in a. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> oh, I'm getting to the other gigantic. Okay. Thing. The room is decorated in a pseudo Kadiran style with intricate patterns carved in wood paneling. There's a sumptuous four poster bed with minaret like canopy sitting against the southeastern wall. The furniture includes an ebony writing desk and a large L-shaped armoire. The feeling in this room is like, <laughs> that they say pseudo Kadiran. So yeah. it's like pretentious rich people <laughs> decorating their room in a touristy Persian fashion. Ooh. It's kind of what you're seeing. It like it's immediately a little gross and it it's it offsets something that I think clicks in Roni's mind as this isn't super authentic even. Like he actually knows about the cultures that are being <laughs> kind of manufactured here. Just weird, just gross. Oh, and also there is an old lady with tentacles <laughs> that is currently 12 and a half feet tall, hmm. brushing up against the ceiling, squashed down into the chamber, tentacles lashing, filling the filling, <laughs> filling this gigantic like 30 foot by 30 foot room. Such a nightmare. Johnny, here's where she is. Ah, oh <laughs> so big. So this is this is Namira Lowell's in the flesh now. She's not incorporeal. You can see her. She's solid. You can smell the reek of her dress that hasn't been washed in 20 years. You can smell the pulsing, liquidy, wet octopus flesh. You can see the insanity in both her goat eye and her other eye. And you can see just this lolling of her tongue and her weird, like, no, gosh, now now her, like, left pinky is over a foot long. Oh, God. When I say her tentacles are filling the room, Johnny, look at the size of that room. Yes. I mean, literally 
filling that room. She clearly has reach in every single square in that chamber. And as, oh, you're invisible. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> so she just sees the door open. And I think I ended us last time with you just having simply opened the door, right? So you get another action available to you. But you're, you're, you lay eyes on her and she is just Okay, there's also two doors in this room on the southern wall. Uh, There's one about halfway down. Can you see where I'm pinging right here? Yes. There's a door there. To the south. In in the center of the room, the center of the southern wall. And then in the far southeast corner of the room, there was a door there. And you can just see the shattered remnants of door everywhere. The entire door frame of that area has been Hulk smash Kool-Aid manned through by this gigantic enormously huge elderly insane lady. <laughs> That's uh, Eldritchy. Eldritchy. Eldritchy insane lady. Eldritch. She is casting her gaze about the room. She just saw the door open as if by nothing. And you got another action left to you. What do you do, Roni? Well, I, I'm since she seems to be casting her gaze about as if she doesn't see me. You're invisible. I'm invisible. I'm going to go ahead and move into the room through her area and go to the other side so that I am flanking. Oh, God. So that should someone else come into the room, they can get some flank bonus. Roni climbs up onto the pseudo-Kadiran bed squats underneath its canopy and readies himself for a flank attack. Dora, you are up next. You are standing in the dust, cobwebs, and cold of Hazerton Pragmas Lulz IV's childhood bedroom, which has not been entered in decades. It's getting icy, icy cold in here. I'm leaving. Goodbye, little room. What's hey, that? You, you uh, step back into the hallway what's... and you can see the rat swarm forming as rats are pouring out of the wash basin on the north end of the hallway by the dozens now. What's the pink? The Oh, yeah. I marked That's on the, the map uh, where Dabwick threw the alchemical pheromones to try to block the <laughs> rat swarm. I have to do something useful. <sighs> Don't forget you got your... I know, but I'm going to cast mental block. Okay. Dora steps into the open doorway. She, she uh, imagines that ebony plinth downstairs and the chain of knights upon it and her own hands slamming the book shut. She attempts to cast mental block on the mirrors. Do you do it defensively? Do you do it defensively? <laughs> Can I go here and see her? Nope. <laughs> then yes, I cast defensively. All right. Is this a spell with a thought component? There's some mechanic where it makes it like 10 harder, right? Yeah. I can't do that. I can't do that. Because uh, I can I can take a move action to negate that. But, um, Did so... Did Dora know before she began moving to do this? I'm saying I'm not going to cast the spell. Okay. I'm still going to move. All right. So you but pass I'm going to drink the vanish potion. Past the doorway, see the tentacles brushing up against the open yeah. space there, and continue yeah. moving and drink your potion. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna end up where I, where I am. Oh. Closer to the rats, <laughs> five feet away from the spray of pheromones. Fuck, this is awful. Uh, oh. But invisible. Briefly. Briefly. Invisible. invisible. 
Wow. Someone may want to close that door. <laughs> Hopefully. Thousands upon thousands of rats pour out of the basin and form a swarm on the floor. Hey, I'll put it on the map now. You can all see it. Look at that. Hey, it's a rat swarm. Top of round five. Gripper, you are invisible just to the south of the door. You saw Dora sneak past you, move to the north there, and go invisible herself. You're off to your left there. You've got the sight into that. Um, I don't. I can't, I can't really see into the room yet, so I'm going to just start by moving five feet to get a hello. And you see all of Namira in her horrific glory. You're still invisible, right? Correct. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean... Yeah. We didn't come here not to fight the uh, giant Eldritch is, elderly is, um, lady with lowers your AC, right? Yes. The bigger they are, the easier to hit. I mean, you got death or glory, so let's do this. Yeah, that, I mean, I didn't take that feat to pussyfoot around. True. Oh, boy. So, did, invisibly, I will get... I'll just get to a flanking position and then attack. Here we I go. Guess. Remind me how this new feat works. So, I get... Oh, wait, I can't use it this... Because it's a full round. Yeah. Use a full round so action I, I, to take I, one attack at all, all the I, I've moved, so I can't use the feat this turn. Okay. But okay. When, when I do... Full round action plus four bonus to attack, damage, and a critical confirmation. But then uh, they get to do the same thing to me immediately. Oh yeah, right. One okay. one attack. Yes. But well, that will not that will not be in play this turn. What's that feat called again? Remind me. Death or glory. Death or glory. Okay. All right. But you've moved into close with the gigantic hulking form of Demira Lowell's. And I may as well take the one attack. Take it. Um, let's use. Add a plus two for being invisible. And a plus two for... Oh, but flanking doesn't work because Roni's invisible, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, what am I going to attack with? Let's attack with... Red Destiny gives me a better chance to hit. So we'll we'll do this attack with Red Destiny. Uh, oh, that's a natural 20, son. Oh! Oh, oh no, no, I'm sorry. It was a 19. Oh. It was a 19. Wait, but, but Red it's, Destiny... That's what it is. That's a, What's the total? Total is 30. Okay. Uh, crit confirm was a 14, so that's probably not a confirm. Do you want to use any shame? <gasps> oh, actually, no, because I'm not using the feet. Um, I have lots of shame. Yes. I've yes. only used we one so far. Yeah, we, we leveled up uh, still D6s. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's an 18 for the crit confirm. Not a confirmation. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. But it will be Wait, 11. Hang on. Oh. Did you add your anatomist bonus? No, 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 no. Oh, this is exciting. I forget about that every time. That's a plus one, so that would have been a... Um, 19. Critical hit. Yes! Yay! Um, yeah, anatomist is a plus one trait bonus to confirm critical threats. Awesome. I always forget it. Um, so it would have been 11 points of damage. It's 14, so it's not that big a jump, but I'll take it. 14 points. That's a magical piercing. She seems to shrug off almost all of that. Well, that what? sucks. Yep, she seems really hard to hurt. But still an impressive blow coming out of nowhere, stabbing into like the base of one of the tentacles right in her gut there. Yeah. Is there any, is, do you get any sense when I notice that 
is there ever a way to tell, well, this didn't work, but another type of damage might? Or is it right now just, oh, it, she's didn't take that damage? I will say this. I, I oftentimes, if it's like a damage type slashing versus bludgeoning versus piercing, oftentimes I feel like there is a visual thing that you can tell like, oh, that's kind of rubbery. You should probably, you know. In this case, your, your weapon just seems ineffective. Okay. And it's, it is a kind of not damaging this thing that you actually have not yet run across. Okay. Mm. Well, shit. Her DR is fucking weird, y'all. Dabs, you are up. You are around the corner to the south, 10 feet below this door. Al- again, alone in the hallway as rats are swarming away up to the north. With uh, Dora, actually, between she's, me She's and- invisible. Oh, she's invisible. Fucking... Right. Um, you feel chill air coming out of the room to the left. Yes. Uh, Dabwick's going to use a uh, action point to preserve a spell slot oh. and cast Summon Nature's Ally. Okay. Three. Okay. And uh, at the top of your next turn, we'll find out what Dabs is a summoning. That's right. Do you want to take a... You can still take a five-foot step if you want to get a little bit closer to the room this round. Yes. Okay. That's what I'll do. Thank you. Here we go. Namira Lowell's. She's probably only got one attack, right? <laughs> she does. She does not just have <laughs> one attack. It all comes back to you. You, ever since you came here, it's all gone to shit. You fucking monster. Grit. She laughs hysterically at fucking monster. <laughs> right? Yes. She smashes out with two tentacle attacks. Number one, 26. Oh, fuck, yeah. For, oh, for 10 points of damage. Number two, mm-hmm, uh, 19. Miss. Okay, that's a miss. All right, so one tentacle hits. Next one misses. She's staring with vitriol and hatred down, down. Look, this is a new thing for you, right? Know, right? Like, looking way down I into your like eyes. It. I don't like it very much. And she's actually brushing up against the ceiling, so she's having to, like, squat just a little bit. I hope it's uncomfortable. Rona, you're up. You're in a flank position, invisible, on the master bed As of Iris Hill. As a swift action, I narrow my eyes, making her my studied combatant. Success. And then I swing Oliver Zandel's mace at her head. And that is a 24 to hit. That is a hit. Excellent. I love it. Let's see if it does any damage at all. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. You want to add your studied whatever in there? No, okay. not this time. Uh, she is unharmed as the mace smashes into... Yeah, and you are because you're standing on the bed. So, like, right into her huge, meaty Hulk head. Dora, you're up. Invisible just to the north of the doorway in the hallway. Uh, and those rats are a-coming. Yeah, I'm moving five-foot step. Yep. I- I'm going to try mental block again. Okay. Or not again. I'm going to try it for the first time on her. And this is a will save, is that right? Yes, it is. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, 21. Is that nothing happens then? Will negates. Oh, boy. God, that spell. It's like all or nothing, right? Yep. <laughs> it's like completely stops you or uh, nothing happening. All right, so you become visible in the doorway there within the reach of her tentacles, 15 feet away from her. 
You have a move equivalent action left to you if you want to do something. Every inch of this room is being touched by her tentacles. Gross. I have Everything no is like move equivalent actions to take. All right. Oh, wait. No, I do. Grip. Oh, oh yeah. She's big as a house. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Surely you can't miss her. Right. Two. Was that combat observation? <laughs> <laughs> it was combat. Get with the fucking program. <laughs> oh, Dora and Dabs, you watch as thousands upon thousands of rats swarm over the floor and the walls, ending up their double move five feet in front of the pheromone <laughs> square. So we'll find out next turn whether that is effective or not. Top of round six. Gripper, you're up in a flank with Roni facing off against Namira Lowell's here. The very, very difficult to damage Namira Lowell. Yeah, I'm going to take a swift action uh-huh. and swap to Vital Strike. Got it. For the remainder of this minute. Great. Um, or at least for this round of this minute. <laughs> right. I will make no promises. Let me just bring this up. Okay. Then, yes. So we'll, we'll punch. Here goes. Here we go. Boom. Boom, 25, 20, 29. 29 is definitely a hit. And that's going to be 2d8 plus 3. Come on. A 6. Nice. And a 2, so 11. Yeah, 11. She very clearly takes one point of damage. This is a little... Uh, it's a little intense to watch for those that you can see this. Grip is punching with colossal force, and she just seems to have, like, she's almost completely unaffected by this. You would assess, though, as we're sort of getting our bearings in this really insane, <laughs> weird circumstance here, while ducking tentacles and rubbing slime out of your eyes, you would assess that she is definitely bloodied. So the, the damage inflicted to the projection probably applied exactly. to her. Exactly. One pool of hit points. So you know you've probably done, you know, 30-odd points of damage to her already, even though it seems very slow going at the moment. Dabwick, what appears at the top of your turn? 1d3 small mud elementals. Oh, muddy buddies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, give, muddy buddies. Give us a roll. How many? Uh, that was a three. Three muddy buddies. So I would like to place one between the pheromones and Dora. Uh, yes. Thank you. Done. You see it there? Yep. Got it. And then the other two in the room, I can't... Dabwick doesn't have uh, quite a line of sight in the room, but... Yeah, you want to put them... You have to put them where you see them. So right, um, right to the north of Grip? Yep. Third muddy buddy to the south of grip, so you can't see that. I can't spot. see that. No. I can see into here. Can I do like what about right here? next to grip? Between grip and Dora. Yeah. All right. So three mud elementals materialize: one to the north of Dora, one to the east of Dora, and the west of grip, and one to the north of Gripper. What do those three little friends do? Hmm. Just think this out with me. If, yeah. Um, Muddy Buddy, let's say Muddy Buddy A, which is right by the rat swarm, okay. takes a five-foot step and attacks the, the with a slam attack uh-huh. on the rat swarm. Does Would that cover up the pheromone 
scent? I mean, how would the farm? No, 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 it's in the air. It's, it's still yeah, there. No, I right? won't. I won't make like the muddy buddy erase it or something. Like okay. That. Yeah. All right. No. All right. So that's still in. Sounds effect. like something I, I might do, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> so it's still in effect in that. If it was square. like a large water elemental, I might say your shit out of like Sure, yeah, sure, no. sure. Or a fire elemental burn right through the floor. Um, okay. Let's light this place on fire. <laughs> Let's do it. Baby. So muddy buddy closes with the rat swarm. And takes a swing. Takes a swing. It's so great how we made a fight on three fronts here. <laughs> In a long fucking narrow hallway. When we're trying to leave. We're clever like that. This is so yeah, sharp of us. Oh my god. Dora's view like <laughs> it's so like insane. the POV here is insane. <laughs> A, a hallway filled with rats barreling down on her while the tentacles of the Hulk monster 15 feet away are literally grazing up against her. Uh, so that would be a 16 slam attack on the rats? That's a hit. Great. Thanks, friend. How much damage? Uh, that's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it myself. Oh. So that's a six. Six damage? Mm hmm. Great. And will, would uh, Swarm be affected by Entrap? Let's see. Ooh, I very much doubt it. I very much doubt it as well, but Muddy Buddies are pretty muddy. My Muddy Buddies are. Your, mud, your last Muddy Buddies saved the goddamn day. Must succeed at a fortitude save. Target must succeed at a fortitude save. Target. And so a swarm restricts, can't be a target. Restricts another creature's movement. Yeah. Okay. So unable to affect. I mean, certainly one rat is stuck <laughs> to the Squeaky. floor. Yes. Yes. Let's do. Um, Muddy Buddy B. Muddy Buddy B attack on Nemeria. All right. So Muddy Buddy B would stick, take five foot step to close with Namira. Mm -hmm. Flanking with Roni now, so add plus two to this. Okay. Look, at, look at star flanker Roni in this position. 14 plus five is 19. Slam attack. Hit. <laughs> We've narrowed it down. I think that's two, two points of damage. Okay, she's unharmed, but she has to make a, what, fortitude save against the entanglement? Yes. Okay. Uh, 18. Made it. All right, so she's not entangled at all, right? Correct. Not okay. yet. Not yet. And then Muddy Buddy C to the north of Also makes Ripper. the same slam attack. Ooh, even better. 21. Yep, that's a hit. How much damage do the Muddy Buddies do? 1d6. Never going to be enough never damage. Gonna. It's not never going to be enough. Don't even bother to roll. Okay, all right. DC. But I'll make a fortitude save. Yeah. Uh, even higher. Great. All right, so Namira is shrugging off the mud, taking no damage from the buddies of Muddy. Dabwick, you still have your full turn available to you. Is Dora visible now? Dora mm -hmm. is visible, yeah. Okay. Dabwick touches Dora, and a floating blockade of stones is created in front of her. Love it. For um, well, only a couple rounds, but it will give you okay. um, uh, some cover. Sweet. Partial cover? Yeah. Partial cover. Nice. Lowell's is up. Got clocked in the back of the head by the little rat man on the bed. I am not a <laughs> rat man. I'm thinking from her POV now. Uh, has not even managed to damage her. The only thing so far that's done even a bit of hurt, as far as she knows, 
is the gripper. She levels, levels. She unleashes her tentacles on the gripper. 19? Nope. Nope. Uh, 25. Yeah. There we go. Again, 10 points of what damage. Is this shield other automatic or by choice? Oh. Oh, right. Oh. oh that's, uh, yeah, that's automatic. So how many hit points? So it was 10 last time. And 10 this time. And 10 this time. All right. And it's ignore half? Yeah. Yeah, and so. Half goes to Dabwick. So you're, keep keep yourself where you are and, yeah. Paul, 10 points to Dabwick. Got it. Oh, God. And Dora, fucking from your viewpoint, because yeah. they can't see Dabs like shades yeah. of Ray right now as you're yeah, watching. she's shaking. Grips hurt being absorbed into our halfling pal. Roni, you're up in a flank on the other side of Namira. I, I hesitate just, to say this, yeah. but I'm shocked that there's no saving throw attached with her tentacles. So there isn't. Because it's not the projection. Right. It seems like she's just literally smashing she's, she's you with octopus right flesh. Yeah, she, okay. is, she has turned into tank mode. And since the three of you... Roni, Dora, and Grip have already made the save against the sight yeah, of only her. Dabwick. Only Dabwick, who's out in the hallway around the corner. Oh, Dab's had a view of the projection downstairs. Yeah, yeah, give me that check. Let's check your sanity. Do I add anything to this roll? It's just a will save. Okay. Just your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> uh, that was a 21. Very nice. Only one point of sanity damage. Great. Okay. That's great. Dabwick shudders and buries it deep inside. <laughs> it will come out in therapy. <laughs> okay. Roni. Is there any kind of check that I can make thinking about the fact that she obviously has gotten bigger and stronger and seems to have like impervious damage reduction to guess of like what kind of spell she might have cast or anything like that? Give me a spellcraft check, yeah. All right. 23. And give me a dungeoneering check. 14. Okay. As Roni racks his brains on through a list of spells that might have been cast, he pretty quickly comes up with enlarged person, which is probably what has been she's done to herself to make herself so huge, so heavy, give herself even this additional reach. Um, but that wouldn't do anything to, like, DR-wise. But as you're eyeing, as you're eyeballing, in the flesh for the first time, this really weird, aberrant octopus flesh she's got, you're guessing it's probably tied to her aberration nature, but you can't quite wrap your head around what it might take to damage her. But those that uh, are trained in dungeoneering, if you get a sight of her, I would say, I'm going to give you another chance to try to figure this out, puzzle this out in person. Alright. I'm going to go ahead and try to again smash my mace into her head and see if I can get a high enough damage roll to make to it actually make it worthwhile to blow my my thing to like do some damage, so we'll see. Smash it. Yep. Alright, here we go. Swing. Oh, that's a twenty eight. Oh, you're on fire. Yeah. Alright, that yeah, that's a hit. Nine oh. points of damage, so I am gonna blow my thing and this is an additional D six. For two points, so that's eleven. All so right, one but more you point. Do actually managed to damage her, so she actually feels that blow to the back of her head with the mace, 
and she growls in rage at the rat man who dared to attack her. Know your place! Know your place! Dora, you are up in the hallway. Rats bearing down on you. Dabbook hiding next to you. Muddy buddies all around. Tentacles in your face. Dora turns her head to Dabwick. Forgive me. And she um, lets Tima out. And Tima casts Mind Thrust on Namira. It's an emotion-only component spell, so there's no plus 10 to the DC. All right, so give me the concentration check. Yeah, Dabs, you're seeing... You see Dora turn into a monster. Just a 22. rage monster. It's a second level spell. Second level spell, so that would be, what, DC 19? Yeah, great, success. So she has to make a, a okay. will save. And it's a the DC is one higher than normal because it's Tima. 16. Fails. Oh! She takes 26 ah. points of damage. Oh, shit! And... Her head explodes, filling the entire room in a grotesque shower of gore and blood and silver goo. Just the whole room is completely soaked as Hazerton Pragmas Lowell's mother dies screaming with no head. So Dora, uh, Dora sees- attempts to return yeah. immediately. It's a free action. She succeeds. Okay. Tima does not go quietly, <laughs> but she goes. Dora did almost 60 points of damage alone <laughs> to her I between mean, the two forms. That's really fucking wild. Okay, let's see what happens with the rat swarm as they attempt to cross. I'm sorry, I still have another. I have more um, turn left. Okay. And I am going to move here. So you move south down the hallway past Dabs and away yeah, from the swarm. Yeah, and saying to Dabs, I need to see through this door. To the, speaking of the door, to the west and to the child's room. That Dabs is right in front of, okay. Yeah. The rat swarm will attempt to swarm over and past the muddy buddy, but we'll have to get through the pheromones. This is a fortitude save, is that right, Paul? Come on, come on, come on, come on. A will save. What's oh, a will save? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's even worse. Eight. Fail. <laughs> Sweet. So what, they cannot pass it? Is that what They're happens? staggered for one round. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they already moved to get there, so. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they swarm over the Muddy Buddy and are, they're basically stuck there recoiling at the scent. Muddy Buddy will take swarm damage. Five points of damage to the Buddy of Mud. <laughs> Got it. Gripper, you are up. Top around seven. You can hear, hear the, the sound of the rats in the hallway right outside. Right, right. right. As you wipe Namira goo out of your eyes, off your tusks, out of your ears. It's the closest I've had to a bath in a while. Um, <laughs> are we, um, we're leaving. Are we leaving? Is that what we're doing? We're trying. There are many rats out here. Yeah. So uh, Grip is going to... Grip will try to cover a retreat. So he'll... Um, he's going to move five, ten feet to here right outside the door. Yep. And he'll take one step north behind the Muddy Buddy. 
and he will cover retreat if people want to go out the way we came. Got it. You, he'll, can, he'll you, can, take, you can take an attack, attack it too. Yeah. Oh, it's in the same square. Even though the muddy buddy's there. Yeah, they are. I, they yeah, are swarmed well, over the muddy buddy. I may as well swat it, right? Yeah. Yes. You may as well. Uh, what's that feat that you just took? Vital strike. Vital yeah. strike it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Why the hell not? Uh, all right. Um, this is. We'll do this attack with uh, Mephist. Uh, that's a 13. You want to use any shame? No. I'm not going to use a shame point. Miss. All right. I learned something. You did. Dabs, you're up. Muddy Buddies first. Want to do those guys first? Yeah. Can I move Muddy Buddies through Grip Square? Yep. Great. And Muddy Buddy in Swarm can step... Through the swarm? Yeah, to the northern Can side of it. Yeah. Move into the swarm and attack it from there? Yep. Okay. This is one of those rare inter- instances in a hallway where everything can. They just all occupy the there. same space because it's just, yeah. just a, it's a swarm of rats. So, so you can just line them up. Muddy Buddy A would move uh, five feet north mm-hmm. and attack. Great. So 17. Hit. That's six. Swarm ain't looking good. Muddy buddy B. Muddy buddy Ba. Hey, <laughs> muddy buddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, just get right in there. Just in the swarm, yeah. <laughs> get right in there. Just cover Grip the muddy watches buddy. as the muddy buddies do his job. <laughs> uh, this one not as good. 12 on the die. 12 uh, total. Sorry. Uh, that's, that's a miss. Okay. And muddy buddy C. We'll just uh, go into the hallway here, ready to swap places with Grip. And then... And then my turn. Your turn, and you can see that the swarm is on its last legs. Yeah, and uh, Dora asked to look in that doorway, so Dabwick's just going to go down the hall here, through the door, make room. Back towards the stairs. Yep. Roni, you are up, standing... You're going to go up those stairs, aren't you? Standing soaking wet, covered in gore, bile, fluids, blood, on... But ding dong, eh? On the bed. Roni runs over to the stairs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You just see a completely trashed and dismantled flight of cobweb-covered stairs going up to an attic. My fucking legs are up there. I know it. He's going... To Can you climb the stairs? Are they maneuverable? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. All right. All right. So <laughs> Roni has gone to the attic. Dora, you're up. So the only disadvantage of having taken this spell is that I don't have knowledge religion. <laughs> so it's just sort of a crapshoot. But following she your is going to walk to the edge of this door and cast Purge Spirit in that room. There we go. So we'll save. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. What's the DC? 17. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, it does 21 points of damage. Okay. It is. Uh, so Dora just unleashes this. Dora's having a good day. Massive psychic blast. And the air noticeably stops being freezing cold. And like there's just like a sense of life dropping out of this space. Leaving it just Unlife. feeling. Yeah. Leaving it just feeling sad and empty. And dead. Muddy, uh, the rats swarm over the muddy buddies. Three damage to the one on the north. Four damage to the one on the south. 
Gripper. Rats are still within reach. Yeah, I'll swat again. I'm not going to vital strike this time because I don't need the extra damage, but I want the extra attack. So I'm just going to do a full attack. Great. All right. uh, First. Yeah, okay. That's a 14. I know that. Oh, that hits. Yeah, the 13 did not. Oh, the 13 did not. (laughs) Um, All right. So damage on that one. Seven points of damage. And the rat swarm discorporates, and they all start, those that are left, start fleeing back to the north to crawl back into the plumbing. (laughs) But now I'm left here with nothing to do. (laughs) You can go and fetch Roni. Yeah. Drip will take a step just inside the bedroom. Gross. And go, Roni, where the fuck are you? What are you doing? I'm checking out the attic. We're finding out if we're still in rounds. <laughs> I, I should be into the attic, but actually at the end of my last round, but I wanted to wait till you. Yeah. Yeah, you're in the attic. Um, yeah, I will pull you out of rounds. So the three of you on the second floor can start to scope out this bedroom with a little more clarity. And you can also see that the headless body of Namira Lowell's has indeed, over the last six seconds, shrunk down to normal size. And now you're just looking at a decapitated elderly lady. and uh, With tentacles and a goat's eye. Yeah, but she's lying face down, so it's like you can't Which see all that. And you, she doesn't have any eye. You want us to feel bad for her. I, well, yeah, I is think, that it? I think it looks, I mean... It looks pathetic. It looks pathetic and... And awful. She's an aberration. So the three of you... Are the three of you going to follow Roni? Or are you just I mean, we're not going to leave without him, so... Yeah, yeah I think oh, the yeah. muddy buddies are gone by now. So we're going to head up to the attic? Yeah. God, I guess we are. We'll just be here when they get back. Detect magic in this room <laughs> while we're waiting. Yeah, there are auras of magic coming off of Nimura Lowell's body. Oh, the fine le- black leather belt that she uses to hold the scraps of her dress closed is magical. And she has a ring that is magical. I'll roll spellcraft on those. Just so we can get the failure Just out of the so way. we can get the failure <laughs> out of the way. Dabok is no, let's not. No, it's okay. It's this. fine. It's, it, it's not about Dabok. It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> Dabok is your redemption. Well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> on the belt, 23. Exactly what you needed. Yay! Yay! Power positive thinking. I don't know what the ring is, though. You sure? Is it really <laughs> it's a 17. Okay, yeah. Oh, you could no, action point it. The belt is a belt of mighty constitution plus two that will raise a con score and consequently raise fortitude saves and hit point totals for those that wear it. Very cool. Useful for everyone. Mm-hmm to roll off on that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like someone who doesn't have an 18 constitution should have it. So, so also, you can decline the roll off. You are also the person that like gets smashed in the face all the time. Says the guy who died almost <laughs> eight <laughs> yeah. times yeah, in the last kind eight of minutes. For Ronnie to <laughs> you've also been, you've also almost died of disease. I mean, I'm not going to complain if you guys want to give me the belt. Yeah, I want to roll saying. off on it. I want it too. I want more hit points and fortitude saves. Hey, I moved, so I moved you all to the attic map. Feel free to walk around this hellscape. Oh, boy. 
Uh, there's nobody up here, so there's no fight to be had, but you, you this, this enormous attic covering uh, the entirety of the mansion. It's got this slanted ceiling supported by wooden trusses, beams, and rafters. The ceiling slopes down from the highest beams in the middle to the lowest on the perimeter, where many, many ugly, fibrous, maybe fungal, plant-like things sprout from clay pots, barely illuminated probably by daylight by just a few old, filthy dormer windows. The air reeks of dust, mold, decay, and human excrement. As you walk around, there's there's crates and boxes of old stuff kind of tossed about the place, but you see... Uh, you see the space where somebody's mother has been imprisoned for 20 years. Uh, there's no evidence of any food having been brought up here, but there's all these weird fungus things that have been cultivated by the like faint gleams of light by these dormer windows that you can tell she was probably subsisting on for a while before... Her transformation got her to the point where maybe, hopefully, she didn't need food. But this is a totally gothic lock mother in the it's attic. A, yeah, it's a basic flowers scenario. in the attic. Yeah, scenario. exactly. Exactly. Anything magical? Anything Anything of value? No magical, but uh, give me a perception check. There's lots of junk. Let's see if you find any treasure among the trash. I'm very afraid to use psychic significance in this place. Ugh. 24 perception. Uh, only a 14. No, I'm sorry. Only a 12. That's a terrible roll. Uh, 41. <laughs> Holy crap. I took, I took an elixir before we got in here. It oh, right, gave right, me right, a, right. a big, right. big perception bonus. <laughs> yes. Maybe, and, and maybe it's because of your druidic background here, but hidden among one of the collections of potted plants, you do find a folded leather pouch which contains a whole bunch of gems a finely cut emerald worth a thousand gold pieces silver necklace set with garnets worth 400 a pair of black pearl earrings worth 150 a gold ring set with a large diamond worth 2500 gold pieces 13 pearls each worth 10 gold pieces a jade comb worth a hundred gold pieces, and a silver and amber bracelet worth a hundred and twenty gold. Yeah, so you you find what seems to have been probably Namira's collection of personal jewelry that she had squirreled away with her at the time at which her son, husband, who knows which one of them locked her in the attic uh, decades ago. Hmm. Family is fucked. Let's get down. Check everything as we go. Maybe throw up in that uh, rug and then get out. All right. Heading back downstairs. Let me bring you back to the previous map. There was one door down the hallway that we hadn't checked. There were a couple doors in the hallway, but there was still one room in the bedroom you have not checked yet. Oh, true. Let me check if traps. All right. Give me a perception check there, Roni. That is a 25. The door is not trapped and not locked. Opening it up, Roni, you do indeed find this very, I'm sure, tempting and tantalizing private study. The walls of this 15 by 15 foot room are lined 
with fine wood panels covered in shelves. Furniture includes a desk sitting under a window opposite the door, high-backed chair, large bookcases packed tight with scrolls, volumes, and notebooks. And as you cast your eye over the contents of this chamber, there's just hundreds, hundreds of small leather-bound journals quickly flipping through just to see what you're looking at here. It's like they're all written in this tiny, fussy, compact little script, all writing like all on top of itself and wrapping around every square inch of every single piece of paper. It's not like quite in code, but it's in many, many different languages, sometimes changing mid-sentence. There's... So you're, you're, you're really, you're looking at, God, remember that, uh, the room in Seven where yes. that character's journals were. You're looking at an insane person's collection of... Oh, God, grab like, a round's worth of them and throw them in the haversack. Like the, the course <laughs> of this man's entire life seems to be encapsulated in this room. This is, upon immediate examination... Like, a library. This is a library. Oh, this is probably so days and days and days <laughs> yep. of, of successful checks to even begin to parse what you're looking at here. There's other stuff as well. Let's see. We have to trust that the adventure will give us time to do this. <laughs> that we don't have to get killed in the effort of doing it right now. I, I have to trust that. So I assume that what the action here is, is a quick walk around, a perception check to make sure that we find anything that's hidden, but we're not going to start spending time no. opening it. Great. No. Yeah. So give me one more perception check. Everybody or just, just If one. you're all walking in, give me a check. Yeah. Let's get that from Gripper because this is you never gri- know. You never know his gonna specialty, gonna his niche. What was that? I, that rings a bell. That's only a 15 for me. 27. Just 26. a 19. 26. So, Roni's maybe a little overwhelmed trying to take all of this in, still wrestling with... I think that Roni is, like, looking at that stuff and being like, I want to look into that book, and, oh, I see this page is open here, I want to look... And so he's he's getting caught in the minutia. Yeah. Let's say... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So this would probably make the most sense for... Just as a, at a quick glance, Dora finds a section of stuff section of uh, accounts and journals which seem to be detailed transcriptions of Lowell's interviews with Oliver Zandalus oh over the past maybe decades. Oh. Yeah, so that that sort of like, you, you see that that is the kind of information that is contained oh, in I this. this library so badly. Gripper, what'd you get? A 19. Yeah. Good job. You, you can see that you find some, se- you just like pick up some random section, right? You start blipping through it. You can't read all the languages, but you do catch sight of your name in one section. And you're like, oh, okay. There's probably information about us in here as well. What Dabwick stumbles across, you had 26, is that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually find, and I think this might even be grabbable quickly because it's a pretty consolidated thing of information. You find an annotated map that shows plans for a journey down the Selen River from Thrushmoor to Casimir, including like 
detailed lists of supplies to mount an expedition. And I think the thing that would also catch Dabs's eyes, because Dabs is from Casimir, including plans for a desert voyage. And there is nothing deserty about the Casimir region. You know, it is it is kind of like tropical ocean, swampy Mediterranean. It's sort of the environment. Right, so right, it's like right. it's like, okay, so there's some journey being planned that would go through Casimir, obviously out into the ocean and then to one of the one of the deserts to the south. This would include lists of equipment, supplies, number of hangers on, all this kind of stuff. And that it looks as though a journey has been in the planning for maybe around a year or so. And then the other thing of note I would say is that there is a small footlocker type trunk tucked underneath the desk. And uh, that is something that, as, as Roni is kind of getting distracted by stuff, it would be easy to point out to him. It's not hidden, Could, but... 27. Not trapped, definitely locked. Is it of a size we could take it? I think, well... Grip was 32. carrying it. Disable device, 32. I think, Rick could hear, I think Rick could hear it, yeah. Disable right. device, 32? Yeah. Yeah, you pop it open. Okay. It is filled with what seems to be a very specific and ordered collection of books. You know, everything else in the rest of the house is like covered in dust, tossed on the floor, whatever. These are immaculately kept. Let me tell you the names of these books. Nobody uh, opened them. Atop the Valley's Soul, The Codex of Three Prescriptions, Curses of the Black Lake, Dichotomous Translations of Aklo Syntax, Elements Through the Spirals of Time, Emotions of the Past, The Falling Silk, Festival of the Snake, The Forgotten Servants, The Illusion of the Weeping Ones, In Admiration of Keeping Pacts, Manual of Silence, Men and vultures, colon, denizens of the darkened depths and dead skies, monuments of the forest, the shadow's ship, shards of sight, spiders of sin and sky, theological agreements of the kingdom, tigers and flies, the unified manual of understanding, voyage of the rainbow servant, and the wise harmony. Again, also, every single one of these books will make you insane. Don't nobody open any of them. <laughs> there are also two scrolls, another book that is un, uh, that has no information on its cover, <laughs> and then there is a slim spell book bound in red leather. Yes, I think Grip could carry this uh, footlocker. Let's get the f out of here. Go, 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 go. I'll go. grab it. Do we want, do we, as we're going down, do we want to flip open the rug? Only if we're going to go down there and stay there. If they come back, we got to get out. It's just so much more than a minute. Then let's go. Down the stairs, down the stairs, back through the rat hall. You can see, you can still hear the sounds of rats to the north licking their wounds down in the plumbing of the house, clattering through the walls, down the flight of stairs to the first floor, through the library, back into the front entrance hall, passing all of the eyes of the judgmental lulls through the generations, <laughs> staring down at you as you escape with some plunder. Front door is uh, unlocked because that's how Roni left it. You're heading out the front door? Yep. I'm going to peek first. 
Give me a perception check. Peek up as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. Specifically, oh, yeah. for sure. That is a nineteen. Boy, no one in and you know sight what? I've around got, the house. I'm gonna here. blow. I've got one more. One more. Uh, gonna blow my last, not my my second to last point of inspiration just to uh, add it because I do not want to. Okay, that is a twenty-five. Dark, clear night. Courtyard seems open and empty. God, we have to run. We have to risk it. We have to run. Go. Run. 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 <laughs> Past the hollow, empty, abandoned well at the center of the compound, <laughs> through the crumpled, rotted grass, over the broken flagstones, past these the the, the still it, discorporating it. form of the ooze, past the heap of topiary guardians that you tucked behind the shed, into the gatehouse, and out into the night sky, and that is the end of chapter 69. We'll pick it up here next time. We made it! <laughs> Dark Nexus is a creation of Plug and Hum Productions. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. And for more information about Paizo and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O dot Dark Nexus uses music and soundscapes by Sirenscape. Check them out at sirenscape.com. That's S-Y-R-I-N-S-C-A-P-E dot com. Opening and closing themes along with additional music composed by Rob Kozlarik. Artwork for Dark Nexus is by Matt Walquist. Special thanks to Toy, without whose generosity this project would not have been possible. And thanks to DMCP, Richard and Ari, Paul and Shannon, Chris, Scotty, Jason, Jess, Joe, Chelsea, Matt, Dave, Darren, and everyone we've gamed with over the years for all the memories and inspiration. WTPK. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Two tags. Season good. two tag. <laughs>